It's that time of year. Everyone's getting engaged. We're super excited to introduce you to Beholden, a wedding brand with a curated selection of wedding gowns and bridesmaid dresses. Their spring collection just launched and everything is gorgeous. Plus, once you order your dress or jewelry or shoes, it ships in days. So check out Beholden.com. That's B-H-L-D-N.com. And for a limited time, use the code PARTY, P-A-R-T-Y, for free shipping. Again, that's Beholden.com, B-H-L-D-N.com, with the code PARTY. And now let's batch. Welcome to the Bachelor Party B-Side. I'm Juliette Littman. We usually talk about The Bachelor and then something else on Thursdays for this podcast. We'll talk about The Bachelor for five seconds because it's related to this week's Vanderpump Rules. And I'm thrilled that my guest today is Jeremiah Smith, co-executive producer of Vanderpump Rules. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. I'm so excited that you're here. I love Vanderpump Rules and I'm just going to pepper you with questions. I love it. We will start with this week's episode because it was Could this have a worked out rock. better the timing wise no. though? You teased like, it too. I know. We were gonna do this early like yeah, you know, so a few weeks ago. And then you you threw out like one of these weeks and I was like, Oh, I knew this episode was there. I'm like, <laughs> this is gonna be the perfect dovetail of the Bachelor to Vanderpump rules. It's amazing because Robbie, who sucks, I just think it was Robbie from Florida who doesn't wear socks. Oh he God. showed up on this week's Vanderpump, went on a, the most staged date that Sheena's had in the history of Sheena's life. And we're gonna talk about it, but first, just a few questions so sure. people know who you are. Okay. So Jeremiah, how long have you worked on Vanderpump rules? I've worked on Vanderpump rules since day one. Not the development and like the pilot that they shot, but, but production. like production. Yeah. So I was there the first day of production. The first scene I ever shot was uh, at a place on Robertson called Dragon Herbs with mm. Sheena now, and probably and Tina McDowell. Oh my God. <laughs> who I, I actually, Tina McDowell is like one of the funniest things that's happened on the show. Sure. Uh, Cause we shot that whole first season as if she were on it. And then just like, she wasn't, she wasn't, um, she was yeah. cut out her banner pump rules, viewing parties to this day. Like just get, make me cringe. Cause it's oh, like, God. no mom, I'm going to be on the next episode. Probably. Is she furious? Just, uh, I think she like accepted it. And it could, it well at this point away. she's lost that on hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, but no, I think she, I think she's doing fine. It wasn't for her, but yeah. And then okay. like Pride was like shortly after Stassi broke up with Jax. Like that was that yeah, was there for all that. And since several then, Jax noses ago. So yeah, Jax had a different nose. He had a pickup truck with a Navy SEALs bumper sticker on the back window. He My lived, uh, you know, it, it's it's. Who it's were been, his roommates at the time? Well, when we started, he lived with Stassi. Oh, uh, right. Stassi and him lived together in some like tiny little apartment. That was like, if you remember season one, they when she like piled all the shit in the middle of the room and oh, like drank all his crystal. Of course. Like that was the apartment. Got it. And it, had, he, it had the sliding doors behind it when she's drinking that crystal. Yeah. I, yeah. Rem- I remember it vividly. So that was summer 2011 or 2012? 2012. Yeah. 12. Okay. Yeah. Momentous. Leading. It's, it's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time. We didn't even know if Barack Obama would be president again That's at right. that time, you know? There was so much up in the air. I know. Had you worked in reality TV before? Yeah, I'd been working for several years. I started out doing uh, development for a, another uh, production company. That's no it longer. Called? It's called Element O Productions. They did oh. like a ton of like Discovery, Discovery right. Health type shows. Uh, and then I got into... Production. I started. Uh, I did this show on uh, Food Network called Cupcake Wars and Mansers on Spike. I just started like you Got know it. freelancing around, and I done a season of Extreme Makeover Home Edition with Ty, uh, with my good buddy Ty Pennington. And is uh, he a good buddy of yours? No, not really. Oh. No, no, he's a he's a great guy, and he's like super nice and genuine actually. But no, he wouldn't know me from Adam if he saw me today. Got it. Um, and I did a show on Nat Geo called Border Wars. Sure. 
chasing the border patrol around. God, and then, that's loaded now. Yeah, right. Yeah, back then it was a little, uh, it was a little more innocent. Just like, yeah. oh, we're catching bad guys. You know, no big like, deal. Yeah. yeah. And then I got the offer for this show, this new show that was a spinoff of yeah, so Real what, Housewives. What was the pitch that you received when they were staffing for so it? So I was actually in. Texas on border war in McAllen, Texas, which is actually where Trump just went to like, you know, just like, it all makes sense. A wall, right? Like, um, but I got the interview. Somehow my resume crossed the desk of the showrunner, Bill Langworthy. Sure. Smartest man in Hollywood. He has an amazing reality TV pedigree. Oh, yeah. He's like- He kind of is like a shadow- like governor of Los Angeles, you know, because <laughs> yeah. he worked on the Hills, right? Yeah. He did every season yeah. of the Hills. Then he did the city with yes, Whitney New York. Yeah, Whitney. And then he did, he did like one other show over history channel, I think called decoded. And then mm-hmm. he got onto Vanderpump yeah. rules and he's been on it. He's been at the helm since he's, yeah, and, he's amazing. And all of his shows, I've talked about this before, which is so essential to a great reality show like the city, like the Hills and Vanderpump is capturing a subculture of true friends. It's not like yes. forcing people together, yeah. but people who, even without cameras, opt to hang out together. Yes. And that's that's the secret sauce for a show like this. I, and I don't know why more people don't make shows like that. They're like, oh, we're going to cast all these people that don't know each other because they're sexy or they said yeah. funny things in their casting Skypes. But it's like, no, it's really like— a- My opinion, my amateur opinion on that is because there's two monster successes that are throwing— people together, which is a real world in Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Jersey Shore, they all have like this commonality of like, of course we go to their Jersey Shore and fist pump and that's what we do and whatever. Like they share something innate. And in the real world, it's just incomparable. It's a completely different time. But I think that's why we people still try it. I think it's also hard to find. Like, the Vanderpump sure. Rules is like lightning in a bottle. Like, it's not, yeah. if it were easy to find a group of people like that, right. like, be, more people would do it. That's right. probably what it is. Who was the first person from the cast that you met? Stasi. No, it was Sheena and, oh, right. and, Sheena and Tina. Because I didn't meet them before we started shooting. We had like a week in the office to just be like, oh, who are these people? And we like watched the pilot and talked about how we were going to like shoot the show and, you know, whatever. And then it was just like day one. All right, go out there and, and shoot it. And so I was like, hi, oh, yeah, Jeremiah. Cool. Like, how do we do this? I don't know. It's like... <sighs> Jeremiah, there's so much I want to discuss with you. Let's start <laughs> small. Okay. How does a date with Sheena and Robbie, the runner-up of JoJo's season, who never had a chance— come to pass? And how do you as a producer get involved in like getting the permit to film in that building, clearing the space, making sure no one else is in the shot? Like a ton of logistics go into this fake date between Robbie and Sheena. And I'm not even going to ask you if it was fake. I know it was fake. Well, it all came from Sheena. Okay. So, uh, you know, we... Who probably got a DM from Robbie. It was like, hey. Well, they were hanging out before the season started. Um, I, I actually remember that from like the Daily Mail. They like went on vacation to Hawaii together. Oh, yes. Got caught, I'm doing air quotes, caught by the paparazzi <laughs> on the beach, just like she had the past two Decembers in sure. Hawaii. So she, when, when you started the season, you know, we ta- we obviously were talking to the cast every day. And I'm like, what's, you know, what's going on? We asked them, like, what do you want to shoot? You say obviously talking to the cast every day. I don't think that's obvious. So like, does no, each, does like Sheena have a producer assigned to her where she has to like check in with them each day? Like, how does that work? No, we, well, we have, um, we have a talent, we call it a talent producer. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, we have like two talent producers basically. And their job, a big, big part of their job is just like dialoguing with the cast on a daily basis. So like texts and phone calls and like, you know, just knowing what's going on, knowing what's in their head, knowing their availability, knowing what they want. And then I'm part of that loop as well. So we're just like, we, we, I mean, the amount of like 
it's text conversations that like we have with the cast. Sure. I mean, it's like it doesn't end. help you like, expense your uh, telephone bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we're you know we're talking to the cast. We're like, what's going on? You know, what do you want to do? What what's it, we ask them for suggestions for locations or for scenes? Like, what are you guys actually doing in life? Like, what let's like you know, let's cover it or whatever. Sure. And so she's like, all right, well, I've been hanging out with this guy, Robbie, from Robbie Hayes. The Bachelor. And I, I actually, I've watched two seasons of The Bachelor, which, Bachelorette. I watched JoJo's season of Good The Bachelorette and, and Ben's season of oh, The Bachelor, cool. kind of like back-to-back. Sure. I'm watching this season too just because I knew I was coming on this podcast. So I was like, I got to like at least have a little cool. knowledge of Bachelor World. But Cool. Um, I, I would say, well, ben, I love Ben. He's a friend. That was like a good season until it got boring because mm-hmm. obvious who he's into. JoJo's was like okay, but she was so obviously into Jordan the entire time. But I just remember but Chad, she's awesome. Chad, oh, yeah, Chad the villain the Chad was yeah. like, yeah. Chad has a locked Instagram, which I think is really funny. A locked Instagram? Like, like, it's like private. Oh, God. Which Bro. is just like if you go on reality TV, of course you're not going to have a private no, Instagram. Who's private who in 2019? That? What's you know? the point of Instagram if people can't stalk you? Especially if you went on The Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's been on like subsequent like VH1 shows. It's it's very strange. Yeah. Um, okay, so Sheena says, yeah, so I'm hanging out with Robbie. Right. And so there was actually, there, there was a discussion that we had you know, between the producers, but also with Bravo, because full disclosure, we've been approached by people that are like managing like the bachelor fall offs before. And they're like, Hey, I've got this great idea. So, you know, so-and-so is on the bachelor. So he's friends with, you know, Sheena. I'm going to ask you if this person's name and Kai, I want you to bleep the name so no one can hear it. Is it? No, no, it's a guy. It's, uh, it, it was, um, Oh God, Blake. Uh-huh. No, not Blake. No, it was he was also on um JoJo season. Chase? Chase, yes. Oh my god. It was Chase. Chase is Chase's a- manager called me. Chase is on the next season of the challenge. And really? Chase needed Tommy Laren. So this thing, they're just trying to like they so like people come off the the bachelor or what all reality shows and yeah. they kinda like want to go on the circuit and like someone's manager thought it was a good idea to like go on the Vanderp like go well, we're gonna go on Vanderpump rules. Like, I got an idea. You'll go and like be a bartender at Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. But it's like it does not work like that. Like right. people that work at Sir, they really work at Sir. The people that are friends on the show, they're really friends. So like our answer was like, Yeah, I mean, if he goes and like gets a job at Sir and is like working there is on the schedule, like sure. maybe we'll shoot with him, but we're not gonna like cast anybody on the show. Neither Robbie nor Chase seem like they actually want to do hard work. So I doubt they want to work at <laughs> right, being, yeah. That, being a that, server that, is hard. That, exactly. That was the last conversation we had with that guy. It was like, yeah, that's not happening. So we were like, okay, so Sheena's pitching us Robbie. Like, she wants to hang out with him. She's like, you know, dating him, sort of. They like went to Hawaii together. I just she, want to say, Sheena, December's a really bad time for a photo op in the life cycle of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> that's Be- like their winter. They're like— Because that, like, it just doesn't make any sense. If you shoot in the summer, you want a photo op, like— Closer to production, in my opinion. Well, I think I think in her mind, probably it's like a year round. It's like keeping gig, yourself like keeping yourself in the public eye. You know, you're po- you're always posting. You're doing carpet, as they sure. say. I got to do carpet tonight. When did you guys know that Sheena and Shay would be getting divorced? Oh God, that one that's a that's a deep story. But it, I mean, it was obviously like falling apart at the seams during that season, which was what two two, two three seasons, seasons ago. ago. Last season was Rob. Before that was when they got. They right. Broke up. Yeah. Before that was their wedding. They, so there's all this stuff going on, and she was Did like, "Bravo, pay for their wedding." No, no, Bravo does not pay for weddings okay. at all. Okay, never. So anyway, you, I mean, Vanderpump Rules weddings. I don't know about other shows, but sure. no, they didn't pay for Tom and Katie's wedding. They're definitely not going to pay for Jack and Brittany's wedding. Yeah, that that's won't. not a thing. Ugh. Anyway, when did you know that was not going to work out? Oh, the Shay thing. It was I mean, the thing with Sheena, as I'm sure you know, she's always pretends 
and projects that everything is perfect. Sure. Right? So, like, there was that moment where it's like, oh, she, like, you know, found out he was using pills and this and that. And she's, found like, out. crying. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, Sheena kind of, like, wanted to create whatever narrative she wanted to create. And she's trying to project it. And just, like, she wants everyone to think that her life's perfect all the time. So, she's doing that with Shay. And then we, you know, the last scene we shot, I think, with her that season was at Tom and Katie's wedding. She's talking to Lisa. She's like, oh, like, I still get butterflies when we kiss and like da-da-da-da-da, oh, whatever. And so we stay, uh, you know, production wraps usually in like August. And we stay on, we do we do interviews, you know, for months after that. And so that's when it, she was like starting to open up and be honest. I'm like, oh, yeah, things aren't going well. Oh, he stole money from me. Oh, he's, he's taking pills, like da-da-da. And so we decided to just put up a crew you know, in, I forget the month, September or October or something like that, November. And that's where we filmed her meeting with yeah. Shay. And like the crazy that thing was about- sad. It was sad. And like the way that she framed it, she's like, I just want to talk to him. I want to confront him about it, this and that. And then she like divorced him on camera, yeah. which was crazy. Yeah. Did she give you a heads up that she's going to do no, that? No, no, no. We thought that was going to be like, they're going to talk and check in. She And her big thing was like, she's going to confront him about this money that was missing from her bank account. Mm-hmm. Right. And she, she just was like, she just ended it there. Yeah. And that was, yeah, it was, it was cold hearted and crazy, but- was she so upset interesting, after? Right? Yeah, yeah. She was. She's very she's emotional, human. you know. And she's she she was devastated. And then I think it was a few months later, and she was, you know, she's starting to like date again and get out there. And then she started talking about this guy that she was dating. And I remember she was like, "I'm not going to tell you who it is because I don't want it to get out in the public." And he's, you know, he's family members with a, a celebrity, so like, I don't want to like da 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 da. I do like, love Amber Valletta for the I, record. I still don't know who Amber Have Valletta you seen is. Hitch? Uh, with the Will Smith movie? Yeah. No. Oh my God, great movie. <laughs> she She's really good in Hitch. She's sweet. But it, I mean, that's a funny she's level Kevin, of celebrity Kevin to be like. Kevin James' love interest, yeah. I, don't want to, I can't. My boyfriend's identity can't be perfect, revealed because his, for his sister's a celebrity. So um, back to Robbie. So, yeah, so, so is she nervous to broach having a former reality contestant? Oh, as no, Sheena's Sheena's not nervous, but we we were nervous because I've you know. And but we no, had, she's not. She's no. No, no, she's, she's all not. that. She's pushing it. She's okay. pushing. It. It's like I want to go out with this guy. I want to go out with this guy, and we're having these conversations like. Is that our show? Like our world is like so pure in a way where it's yes, just like it we're not getting all these like reality people that are doing like Celebrity Fit Club and Big, Celebrity Big Brother One Minute and Vanna Pump Rules and X. Like it's a real group of people that live here and, you know, work together and everything. So the decision was made, you know, from Bravo down. It's like, you know what? This is Sheena's reality. She's really hanging out with this guy. She really does go to the Belmont and get drinks with all the ex-Bachelor contestants at this point. So, like, let's just own it. Okay. I want to share some personal information regarding the Belmont. Please do. (laughs) I think that I started the Bachelor thing at the Belmont. Oh, really? Yes, because I... Was fr- I'm friends with some of the people from the show who we've met professionally and became friends. And we went there one night and they didn't know the bar. And then all of a sudden, one of these guys is bartending there. And then it becomes like a hangout for reality TV. And then you guys shot there. Yeah, we shot there this year. Yeah, with that was Bo's introduction. Yeah. And I am just, I'm going to be outrageous because I am. And I think I'm taking credit for that. You started the Belmont? Yes. Our, our Vanderpump cast there is all, all the time. They live like right down the street. They go there all the time. 
But have they been going? But not not the Vanderpump thing. I can't take credit for that. But the Bachelor thing specifically, right? I'm taking credit for. It's a real scene now. Yes, I yeah. Know. You're like if you walk into the Belmont on any given night, someone, <laughs> many people have been on a reality I, show there. I'm bummed about it because I used to refer to it as one of Los Angeles's only normal people bars. <laughs> <laughs> like you can go there and like watch some sports and like order some Brussels sprouts. Right. And now it's like a reality TV. Kid, person heaven yeah. haven it's even. a destination yes I haven't been I'm sorry that was ruined for I you I haven't been in a while it's okay it's fine <laughs> there's I'm, more bars there's other bars in Los Angeles it's, it's completely fine <laughs> um, so you agreed to have Robbie on okay cool I and mean it's a step for us I think in a way because it's sort of a little bit of like a you know it's not completely shattering the fourth wall but sure. it is a sort of you know we're acknowledging that like Sheena hangs out with reality people sure. and The Bachelor is a show that's on TV you know so it, it, people were nervous about it but oh goddamn, it's like one of my favorite scenes of this whole season. I mean, it, like, and obviously we're like intentionally parodying. So, so she, we shoot the show just like we shoot, or we shoot that scene, that date, just like we shoot every other scene. And in our, you know, when we're shooting it, we're not like, okay, so this is going to be hilarious because we're going to have a know, bachelor date, right? Da- da- it's like well, this Aerial is her friend. Of downtown LA, like something right. ridiculous, or right. wh- Whatever. Yeah, the, we just we just shot it like we normally shoot, it. and we have you, know, you asked about how we get the locations. We you know we have two or three people that work on our staff that are just you know clearing locations in LA for our scenes because you know we shoot a lot of scenes. We shoot for like twelve weeks, you know, three crews, two scenes a day. It's a lot sure. of a lot of locations. So they're they they just were looking for a place and they had that cleared and so I think we suggested it to Sheena and she's like great love it and so they went and did that and it was I mean because it was Sheena and Robbie I mean it ended up being what it was but it's just like oh god when they like they kiss and it's like they're having that weird conversation that's like why why do you think I won't sleep with you it's like who talks like that it's like so weird uh, and, but I love it. And then, and then, okay, so here's a little, like, behind the scenes, too. Like, so once it got into post is when the decision was made that's like, okay, we're going to, like, play this as a parody sure. of The Bachelor. It wasn't shot that way, but it was very easily played that way. Got it. And we've been doing these uh, since, like, last season. We refer to them as our out-of-the-box moments. Mm-hmm. The first one was, like, Tom Schwartz talking about all the girls, like, Kristen Doty, Master Investigator. And it was, like, the graphics with the text and everything. This year, we've had several of them. There was, like, the Gay Pride uh, music video, mm-hmm. Saucy in her, like, video game. And they're just little, like, fun that vignettes. That was funny, the Saucy part. Yeah. yeah. I like that I, in particular. I, it's hilarious. I, I find them all hilarious. I'm sure it's fun from a production standpoint, mixing it up. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. We've been on a sh- the air for seven years now and it's like a way for the show to have fun the editors to have fun be people be creative and like you know it's it's fun on the note of you've been on the air for seven months who has changed the most in the in seven years who has changed the most in seven years <sighs> they have remained remarkably the same okay actually there's just so much to discuss I don't know how we won't talk for three hours <laughs> Why has no one moved into a nicer apartment? <laughs> <laughs> I think that they just are in this sort of state of arrested development in a mm-hmm. way, right? Certainly. They were kind of the, Tom, the Toms are for sure. I think the most of anyone. I mean, they all are in a way. Like yeah. they they They're they, all in they, together. Their world is so small. They live and work and play within like a one square mile radius inside of West Hollywood. So I think it's just, it's what they know. It's where all their friends are. It's what they like. I actually think you guys understated how significant it was for Sheena to move to Marina Del Rey. Oh, no. That, I mean, that is massive. She might as well be in a different state. Stay tuned. 
it's coming up in the next few episodes, but we really we really dig deep into that, and there's like a whole other like oh, fun great. thing. Yeah, we have our fun with it. If you aren't familiar with LA geography, West Hollywood is really central, which is nice because you're like kind of close to a lot of stuff, but also like really inconvenient. If yeah, you're there's not no tra- freeway there's nearby. There's no freeway nearby. It's not like fast to get there. It's difficult. And then Marina Del Rey is like just like a it's like a for retirees and for like beach volleyball 25 year olds and sailors and sailors sure it's like lovely but also like hard to get to and from West Hollywood to Marina Del Rey with no traffic like in the middle of the night probably takes still 28 minutes at a minimum which mm-hmm. is like really long so like in the middle of the day it's like an hour yeah that's yeah. a long drive it's an easy hour from WeHo to Marina Del Rey yeah that's like uh, a that's like a really big deal that she moved there yeah I um, mean it's yes it is when like <laughs> <laughs> when Jax and Brittany and Tom and Ariana all end up in the same building, like, do you guys rent a third apartment that we don't <laughs> see? Like, is that a gold mine? Are you happy about that? Oh, we, we love it. The we, cooler scooter, I mean, doesn't exist without that arrangement. Exactly. We refer to that building as the compound. Okay. And that's just what we put on, like, our schedules. We're shooting at the compound today. I mean, and, and all that happened just, like, so organically. Like, Tom and Katie found the apartment. They knew they were friends with the manager. A building, or another apartment opened up. Jackson Bird needed a place to live. You know, it's because they're they're, oh, right. they're Tom really and Katie, friends. Not Tom and Ariana. Yeah, Tom and Katie. Tom, and, but Tom and Ariana's apartment is a literal stone's throw from there. It's like a, it's just like down the block. That's so crazy. So who's changed the most in seven years? Even though their their worlds are remarkably small. <sighs> I would say, even though she hasn't been on, <sighs> it's a tough question. I was gonna say Brittany because when she showed up, I, like. She showed up to LA. She arrived from Kentucky in her like Honda Civic, and we were there to meet her, like with cameras. So like since the very beginning of her relationship with Jax, it has been on camera. And if you watch back to those early scenes, I mean, she just didn't speak. You know, she like just would sit there with like just big eyes and kind of blink and smile and like look pretty. And Jax would just talk a mile a minute, and she's like, uh huh, uh huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and she is like really coming to her own, and she's like. You know, she's become like just this linchpin within the group. Uh, and so I, I it's think it's amazing she, to me how beloved she is. I think she has the highest Q score from her <laughs> peers of anyone on the show. She also has the most Instagram followers, which is a huge thing. She surpassed Jax for Instagram followers, which wow. I'm sure just that stings. translates to, to dollars. So yeah, good for her. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would say she's changed uh, the most in, in like a good way, just as far as like coming into her own. I mean, Jax is Jax. I think that his, you know, he he has diva tendencies, mm-hmm. and they've maybe they've been exasperated by like a little like a little fame and notoriety. But I'm telling you, they are still like they are still the same people, and they are so they have not become jaded by their success or their popularity. They know there's an expiration date on it. They, oh, well, I hope they know, but they they're they're not like the Kardashians. They're not like they don't feel like celebrities, don't act like celebrities. There's a a funny story about that. Like they just, the show just got nominated for a People's Choice Award on E! And like, so the cast, they went and they were like losing their minds with excitement. Just like the best night of their lives. They all got ready together. They took a limo bus there together. They're like Instagram storying the whole time, just freaking out on the red carpet that they're even included. And we were nominated in the same category as the Kardashians. Mm. So I hate them. <laughs> okay. I do. <laughs> then you'll like the story. So the the cast, you know, they get sat at a table. They're there. They're just like, you know, loving every minute of it. The Kardashians table was right next to the Vanderpump Rules table. And it was filled with seat fillers. Mm. Right? 
And so they notice that there's seat fillers. And then like three minutes before the winners were announced to that award, the Kardashians are like ushered in by security guards and an entourage. They like block the table or whatever. They announce the award. The Kardashians win. They oh, And they were on their phones the whole time, just like looking very disinterested in whatever's happening. They win the award. The Kardashians do. Sure. They go up on stage. They give like a very canned speech off a teleprompter. And then they leave the building. And the Vanderpump cast is like, what the hell? Like, we're, <laughs> this is like the greatest night of our lives. And they're just like so blasé and just like so lackadaisical about it. They were like offended that the Kardashians <laughs> weren't like more taken by the People's Choice Awards. But that's, I don't know, that's who the Vanderpump cast is. And I it's I, I feel very lucky that they're still like that. Yeah, because they, that's great. That makes watching the show more fun too. Like just like knowing that. But also you could tell, like I, I'm not surprised. They also obviously really care about each other. Very much so. Which brings me to James. Oh God. So... <laughs> When James gets fired from Sir and See You Next Tuesday, does Lisa make that decision on her own? Does she talk to production about it? How does that work? She definitely talks to production about it. And you saw on the show, she was talking to everybody, everybody mm-hmm. about it. You know, she wanted to talk to Guillermo and Natalie. I um, love Guillermo and Natalie. Yeah, I, they're great. They they're, should have like a web series set <laughs> Guillermo always is, he does like a ton of modeling work. I'll get like catalogs for really? like clothing in the mail and I'll be like Guillermo, like carrying a canoe with his shirt off, oh like, mo- you know, whatever the jeans. Yeah, so she talks to us, but it's like 100% her decision. And that, you know, we try very hard as producers not to influence the story and not become part of the story. It's hard for You're me to believe that. You're squinting at me like you don't believe, believe what yes. I say. I I will. I can't wait to tell you all about it because I'm so proud of how we make the show. Okay. I'm serious. We're not going to make that decision for her. We can tell her what we think is the best move. We can we can talk about the ramifications of supporting James after he treated a woman like that in this climate, this political climate. But like, but we're not going to make that decision for her. Sure. That's 100 Lisa Vanderpump's decision. Did anyone in production be like, Katie? Why are you giving your boss an ultimatum? Um, I don't think that everybody was thrilled with it because it's hard to go against Lisa Vanderpump on Vanderpump rules, mm-hmm. right? It's her, you know, she's the titular sure. character of the show. I love Lisa. Uh, I would and, never and challenge her. Everybody loves Lisa. The fans love Lisa. There's, no one's going to say a bad thing about Lisa Vanderpump on Vanderpump it's rules. It's amazing how much reverence the cast has for her. Yeah, they respect her. They fear her. I mean, it's, she's like... The goddess of the show, right? Sure. So for Katie to make the decision that she's going to go to Lisa and give her an ultimatum is a very bold move, right? Because then also Lisa, she doesn't like to be put in a corner and she doesn't want to be out manipulated on her own show. I'm sure Lisa didn't love that Katie did that. I think she probably agreed with what you know what she was saying. Sure. Probably would have preferred Katie go about it in a different way. But it was a very bold choice on Katie's part. I think it was a strong move. She stood up for what yeah. she believed in, which is all we can ask of these people. And she got she got what she wanted. Katie gets a really bad rap, but I think it's because of things like giving her boss an ultimatum and also being like, the only times I've given ultimatums are like to Tom to get him to marry me and then <laughs> this. And it's like, Katie, like that doesn't like really present yourself in a great light. And I, I think that in some ways it's almost like seems like she's changed the most because she, mm. I don't know if that's true, but just the way she is on the show, she was very much like the third wheel right. of Stassi, Kristen, and Katie at the beginning. It's true. She's and now she developed she just, her voice. She's developed her voice, but also like so many people just really dislike her. Like a lot of my friends who love the show, like hate Katie. That bothers me. I, I don't know why. And I, I actually, 
I go back and forth. I feel for her. The fat shaming thing really bothered me. Katie's not fat. Katie's like no, looks, she's gorgeous. She's also like a normal sized human. Like that's what people like look like. She just happens to be on TV. Yeah, she's beautiful. I feel bad for her because she gets a lot of flack on Twitter. Mm. You know, and they read this like it's it's kind of a crazy thing about the reality shows. Is that you know people are watching all over the country and tweeting these mean, horrible yeah. things, just thinking like, oh, that's just this person on my TV screen. But like, meanwhile, the cast is like reading these tweets, these things that people are saying about them in their lives, and like they can be affected by it. I think Katie gets a bad rap. I feel bad for her. I don't think Schwartz does her a lot of favors, and I like Schwartz a lot, but I just don't think he like he doesn't sell their relationship at all. And not that he should have to, but you'd think he'd like want to. And he just, you know, his behavior reflects poorly on her. And I think that like kind of sucks. Yeah. I also think that she's at a disadvantage because she's, she's married to like America's most charming boy. That's like, tu- yeah, you know, he tussles although. his hair and like, and it's true. It's like he, you know, he does his whole situation of how he like cheated on her in yes. Vegas. And he's like, Oh, oh Bubba, but I just don't remember. And then like America's like, Oh, shorts, we forgive you. But Katie, Katie's a fucking bitch. You know? I know it is a really unfair, like gendered, doubled standard. Which brings me to another question related to them. Why wasn't Schwartz on the show at the beginning? He was just like Katie's boyfriend or Tom's or Sandoval's friend. He yeah, wasn't the, like official member. The show was sold as three like couples, six best friends I that see. work at a restaurant, like basically. Yeah. So it was Stasi and Jax, Sandoval and Kristen, and uh oh my god. And, Katie and Tom? And Katie and no. And who was the other couple? I don't know. No, it must have been Katie yeah, and Tom. Katie yeah, and Tom. yeah. So it was. But like, but then there was Sheena, who was kind of like the right. new girl from well, Villa Blanca. Also, yeah, and Sheena had the um, connection to Brandy, and that was the segue from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right, into um, Vanderpump. Right, a genius launch to a series. I had nothing to do with that, but like, <laughs> it was great. It actually it was very Hills esque. Like that's the kind of thing they used to do on that show. So kind mm-hmm. of the, the Bill Lang worthy of it all kind of yeah. makes sense. I thought it was I thought it was genius. But he wasn't, he just he wasn't uh he was always at the beginning was presented as kind of like Katie's boyfriend. Yeah. And I think part of a big reason he was that he didn't Sir. work at Sir. So this was a show about people that worked at Sir. He didn't work at Sir. We were always filming with shorts. He was always around. But he just it, it, the show, especially season one, was much more Sir centric. So that brings up the Sir of it all. Do they work at Sir? They do work at Sir, right? How they worked at Sir, their relationship with the restaurant has evolved through the years. So maybe that's the answer. That's what's evolved the most is, is Sir. Is Sir, yes. Sir, our location is our main character. The sexy, the, unique restaurant. Yeah, they're still there. They're still, and that that whole enterprise, that Vanderpump enterprise of the three restaurants now, Sir, Pump, and Tom Tom. I mean, it's such a just... It's a scene. It's a family. It's Everyone like, knows like each other. It's like reality TV Disney World. Yes, exactly. And like the TMZ bus goes by and everything. But it's like, so like they're so integrated into that world. Like they're, you know, they're going to Tom Tom for dinner and drinks. Then they're going down to Sir to like say hi to Guillermo and whatever. And like, you know, they, it's, it's just, they work at Sir. It's changed how they work at Sir. Right. I think that, you know, at season one, they were, I mean, we would get yelled at, like production would get yelled at by like Natalie. Be like, stop filming with Katie and Stassi in the back. Like they've got tables to attend to, <laughs> right? So that doesn't happen anymore. But like they still work there. You, sure. They still will be seen there. They're still obviously there more, maybe more during the summer because we're filming. But when we're there, they're like, you know, they're running food. They're sure. taking drinks or whatever. So yes, they, 
I, I think we we talked a little bit about this. Their roles have changed, so maybe it, it's they're almost like the you know if you go to Disneyland, you have breakfast sure. at Goofy's Kitchen. Yeah, the they're like breakfast. the costume characters that come out and like hang out and take pictures and like. Do the costume characters work at Goofy's Kitchen? No. I think they work at Goofy's Kitchen, <laughs> sure. right? Like they're filling out a time card, and yeah. like they, maybe they're not like yeah. bringing you your like jalapeno poppers, but they are working there. Like That's they're true. invited to the employee Christmas party at Goofy's Kitchen. That's true. That's right? true. We'll talk more Vanderpump with Jeremiah Smith in one second, but first, let's talk about today's sponsors. Here's a little insider travel secret from our friends at Hotel Tonight. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to be booked. And Hotel Tonight has partnered with these awesome hotels to help them sell those unsold rooms, which means you get incredible deals. Seriously, if you love scoring amazing hotel deals, you've got to try Hotel Tonight. Forget scrolling through never-ending lists. Hotel Tonight shows you a select list of incredible deals at cool hotels they think you'll love. And they even give short profiles of each hotel, complete with all the info you need and pictures of what the rooms really look like. Plus, even though their name's Hotel Tonight, they're not just for last-minute bookings. You can also book in advance. Perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, booking a place for the pool, and much more. I love Hotel Tonight. It was a lifesaver in London when I needed a place to stay. I've used it for a staycation here in Southern California. And when I go home to New York, I often check to see if there's a cheap place I can stay. And there often is. It's very close to where my parents are so I can get away from my family for like a night. It's fantastic. Check it out. If you want a similar experience and you want to start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now. Today's episode is also sponsored by Movement Watches. Movement is founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. Movement watches are all about bringing quality design at fair prices. Movement watches don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with texts. They tell time like a timepiece should. And better yet, movement watches start at just $95. You're looking at $400 for the same quality from a traditional brand. So it's no wonder Movement has sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries. I have a Movement watch. It has got a great rose gold face and like a light mint green leather band. And I get so many compliments on it. I seriously love it. And it's a great value for that style of watch. You should check it out as well. And if you do that, you can get 15% off and free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash bachelor. Let me spell that out for you. Literally, it's mvmt.com slash bachelor. Movement is launching new styles on their site all the time. So again, check out movement.com, mvmt.com slash bachelor. Join the movement. Now let's get back to the show. This is actually bringing up another topic that I'm just dying to know about. And I know you're not going to discuss, but I'm going to ask anyway. Sure. How much do they get paid? Uh, (laughs) um, Full disclosure. Yes. I don't know exactly how much they get paid. I have an idea of how much they get paid. north of 50,000 per episode? <laughs> I re- I can't say how much it is, <laughs> but like think about that in perspective. Like, I, like you guys do long seasons, like twenty episodes a season, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty. We get twenty one this so season, they, but they can't be making fifty k an episode. Like then. if you're on like I don't know the Goldbergs on ABC, sure. like those, like unless you're like the star celebrity lead, like a, just a normal actor is probably making like a few hundred twenty five thousand an episode, thirty thousand yeah. an episode. That's a lot. 
No, no, it is a lot, and it adds <laughs> up. But definitely, about fifty thousand dollars an episode is ridiculous. <laughs> um, they all gotta make a lot of money because they can make a lot off Instagram and endorsements and showing up at bars. Like, like that's why I'm so perplexed by the fact they live in these shitty starter apartments in West Hollywood. I know they can afford no, way better. Even Sheena, the apartment she moved into in Marina Del Rey, that's like an apartment for like. Two 25-year-old men to live in together. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's lovely she's got a two-bedroom, but I just am like, guys, you can afford more. Yeah. Rob Villetta's house. house is not so out, far out of your grasp. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a roommate, though, so. It's true. And he also had a really nice house. Yeah. I think it he was, was renting it. It was lovely. Okay, fine. They're all renting. I mean, it's, it's not really a buyer's market. They should wait till, like, 2020 to buy anyway. Is it, are we crashing again? Do we... <laughs> Prices are coming down. I'm, I'm monitor, I monitor real estate very closely. Really? Yes. I it's love real estate Completely too. aspirational. <laughs> it's like, I can't afford, I, they can afford way more than I can. Yeah. And uh, they should wait a year. I, I think I, they I will. I think this, this will be the year that I think some of them probably like get out of those starter apartments. But yes, it, yeah, 100%. Like I got out of my starter apartment since we started the show. My wife and I bought a condo and oh, then got yes. a house. Like I, so, That's beautiful. And I make way less than them probably. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but probably. So, yeah, if, if I could do it, they could do it. I want to talk about Stassi. A lot of ups and downs of Stassi over the years. Mm-hmm. She was basically off the show in season four. Yeah. Is she friends with Pandora anymore? Pandy. I think they're friendly. I don't I don't think that, like, they're hanging out together. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's definitely not writing articles for the Divine Addiction anymore. <laughs> Is anyone? <laughs> I actually went on the divineaddiction.com recently. I don't remember why. It's like, just like this URL is no longer valid. Like it, it, this site's just down. My God. I'm going to try to buy that URL. <laughs> I'm going to do it tonight and then make them buy it back for me. <laughs> Squatting on URL is another very lucrative field. Um, Stassi's mom has been on the show before, but they went to Lake Arrowhead uh, once she broke up with Jax, like mm-hmm. the third time. Mm-hmm. She was looking for emotional support. I think they went there. She went there also when things weren't going well with Patrick. We've seen Stassi's family before, and yeah. also her family was on The Amazing Race. Yeah, a long time ago. A long time ago. I was glad they mentioned her real name this week, which is Nastasia. Nastasia Bianca Schroeder. Yes. Nariana is what they Nistariana. said. Nastariana. Nastariana. Yeah. Hashtag Nastariana. Um, that was great. They got really overshadowed by Stassi's mom, though, who turns out to be, I'll say, you don't have to, you know these people, a bad mom. Um, she, <laughs> oh, that's, too, that's, that's so mean. She's not, I wouldn't say she's a bad the mom. The shit she said to Bo, oh my God. Sorry, <sighs> quick side note. Is Bo here for the right reasons? Oh my God. Okay, I got to tell you this. So I, I, in preparation for this interview, Juliet, yeah. I actually listened to the last uh, several of your Thank last you. episodes. I hope you enjoyed them. I do. I'm a big fan of yours now. Thanks. You've earned a new fan and subscriber. And you were talking Vanderpump Rules with your buddy, the, Jacoby. You, Jacoby from The Right Reasons, um, going way back. And he, it was either you or him that said, I don't think Bo is here for The Right Reasons. I think reasons. it was me. I'm very nervous about I it. I was driving in my car and I yelled at my radio. I was like, <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> How dare you say that about Bo? He is the most real, oh my God, authentic, great. Oh, that's just great like news. no motives. Like just, he's just he here because he loves Stassi. How did and they meet? Kristen set them up, actually. Kristen knew him via Carter, her boyfriend, like similar group of friends. I think they might have bowled together or something like that. But when Stassi broke up with Patrick... They let her, they gave her the appropriate amount of time to grieve. And then Kristen kind of like, he's like, hey, there's this guy that I, I I would like you to meet. And they're they're like not each other's type. 
Their yeah. story is so adorable. It's just like I love Bo. Everyone loves Bo. And just, just wait, he gets better. He just and was better. so comfortable on camera. I was nervous. It's, it's the thing. It's like there's like a, the secret sauce to doing well on on this show and any reality show. It's just be yourself. Yeah. Just be normal, honest. Don't try to do anything. And but that is hard for a lot of people because they get nervous in front of the cameras or they want their story to be a certain thing. And Bo just came, stepped in, just effortlessly charmed everybody. The Belmont just like, has coming out scene. Yeah, yeah, and he gets he he gets more integrated in the story as you go. The cast all loves. I mean, he really is just like a perfect human. The other day, this this is this is the most recent charming thing that Bo did. He sent me a text message just out of the blue. <laughs> I hadn't been speaking to him or Stasi. And he had a Prince Harry, uh, like, bobblehead that Stassi had been given of, like, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Do you think it looked like you? Yes. Stassi was, threw it away. Because, like, <laughs> I only want the Meghan Markle bobblehead. Bo fished it out of the trash can, drew a pair of glasses on it, put a little laptop in its hand, like a paper laptop that he cut out of paper, like, wrote VPR on the thing, and then, like, br- filmed a video of the bobblehead in front of, like, the logo of the Vanderpump oh Rules show God. and just sent it to me. Just like, here, buddy. Just a nice guy. And then he sent it with Stasi to give it to me that I'm like, what? He's just like sitting around, just like thinking of me and crafting. That's like, just really like, nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's really, he really is the best. He like, he, and he's 100% here for the right reasons. He did not want to be on the show. He was like, I mean, if Stasi wants me to, I'll do it. But he was not like, we've definitely seen people come on that are like, oh, she, he just, wants to be sure. on the show. And Bo has none of those warning signs, like zero of those warning signs. Does Raquel fall into that category? <laughs> I mean, she's tolerating James Kennedy for this long. What do you think? Oh, man. Um, like, what's James's relationship like to the cast right now? And what's it like filming with him? Right now, his relationship is, it's not great. I guess he did have that Twitter war with Jax last yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just, he's calling Jax and Lala out about their dads dying, which is like, dude, really why bad. do you need to, like, why? Really bad. I think certain people hold hope that he can redeem himself somehow, mm-hmm. um, that he can he can repair bridges that he's burned but yeah, it's it's fraught. Currently how, fraught. We're going to come back to Saucy's mom. I haven't forgotten. But before that, how do you decide to add James and Lala and kind of Billy as well to the show? Like, yeah. there's obviously a lot of people who work at Sir. Yeah. How do you decide who to add and like and how does that work? Well, James was an was an easy obvious one because he and Kristen, Kristen started dating right the, in the Beamer selfie era. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like the craziest night of production ever that night. But really, why? Yeah. I mean, it was a huge like bar brawl. Oh right. Yeah, and we were there just like me and the other producer and our crews. You know, we didn't expect that to happen. But yeah, that was that was a bad one. There was like a camera angle where it, like got like the camera got pushed or whatever. Oh yeah, we got bumped. Yeah. Uh, they broke yeah. every glass in that, that restaurant. Was him and Jax. It was Sandoval okay, so and Sandoval. James, and then Sandoval. Schwartz and right. got involved. And Kristen was punching Schwartz, and then there's—I mean, there's plenty of stuff that happened that didn't make it in the final cut. Like people, like Shay's family was there and was like, you know, just because they got shoved, so they got involved. It was a bad night. But uh, anyway, what did you ask me? How do you add James and oh, Lala so James, and new characters? How do they get added if it's not because they're dating someone? Because right. Lala wasn't dating any of them. She wasn't. She's so, just Lala. Yeah. So every, uh, you know, we're we're very much up to speed on like who's coming into the restaurant, who's new, who's you know who's who these people are friends with, friends of friends, whatever. And Lala was there. Used to be this girl that worked at a surname Danny. Um, it, it it's a deep reference. You may you probably don't know. She's she was in some scenes and stuff. She was friends with Stassi. She was like part of Stassi's like B squad friends. Got like it. when like Katie and Kristen like left her in Vegas. Sure. Like Danny was one of the girls that flew out, I think. But so she was Danny's roommate. 
uh, or friend from back home in Utah. And so she just told us, she's like, uh, you know, we're just asking around, like, oh, who's around? Like, da da. She's like, oh, you should meet my friend Lala. And we're like, okay, sure. So we just like brought Lala in for a meeting at Sur. And we're like, holy shit, this girl's like. Did she have a job already? Or is it like both you she get a was job trying, and a role I think on the she show. wanted to get a job. She was trying, applying, and that's kind of when we met her. So it was kind of like simultaneously happening. Got it. That she was starting at Sur, getting and getting in at Sur, and we were, we, you know, we were getting ready for a new season. And so, yeah, she, there's been a few like, just kind of like, you know, random ads that have come in like do you remember Vale Bloom uh yes yeah so Vale she went to Stanford or Yale or something yeah yeah exactly she's like a soap opera actress or something yes um you know that one obviously didn't work out Lala she seemed too old this is like mean but she seemed too old for the show yeah I mean it just it every person that stepped in and and that we've tried to you know incorporate like it just reinforces my belief that this it shows about a group of friends yeah of course if you're not in the group of friends you're not going to cut it. And I mean, look, Lala like was on the outs for yes. for a long time. And it's only been since she like, you know, really opened up and really became friends with these people. And, you know, now she's, 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 now part she's of the in. When did she first like say, okay, you can talk, I can say Randall's name. I will mention it was this year. Yeah. I mean, I know. And I, I can't get over it. I mentioned this before. <laughs> it's like she was saying, like, why is everyone accusing me of dating a married man? Well, she's dating a married man. Yeah. Um, I paid for my own Range Rover. It's yeah. like everything she said sure. was a total lie. Yeah, totally. But, like, did she come to production and say, like, okay, he's divorced now. I'll say his name. Well, we knew his name. Of course. And uh, the cast was saying his name. And we just couldn't air it. Yeah. You know? I was going to say, I, I didn't hear it on air right, until right. this season. So it was this season. You know, I, I think because their divorce finalized and— they, you know, they became public on social media. They're all over six, each other's yeah. Instagram. Yeah, like the like all the tabloids, whatever. Yeah. So it was just like the natural aggression. It's like you say his name every day on Instagram and Daily Mail, whatever. It's like let's just say it here. And she was like, "Okay, fine." Okay, fine. Yeah, I love Lala. I didn't. You before. love Lala? I didn't before, but now I like her a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She, she is. I mean, she is like she she's seems a the natural most extra talent. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's, she's. I don't know what the future holds for her. But, uh, we'll see. It's interesting because, you know, she's engaged now to Randall. Randall. And, you know, I, I as far as I know, I don't think Randall has any plans of filming with us and being on the show. Mm. And it's it's tough because, like, the cast, they make their money by, like, opening their lives to us, you sure. know? And Lala sort of has, has, has not, hasn't done that as much. I, I, she's very open about herself. I don't think she's hiding anything. I just like how she takes on every moral cause. Like, she just, like, decides to, like, be the morality police, and it's hilarious because yeah. she lied so much, and she is very shifty in who she's friends with. Like, one minute she's so mad at James, and she's like, I'm here for you, whatever you need. Like, right. <laughs> her, <laughs> she's, like, ready to police everyone else but herself. Yeah. Do you think you could define Lala's brand of feminism? In one sentence? No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I don't think Lala could either. Absolutely, absolutely not. I mean, whatever. Is there anyone you don't like? I guess you won't say. I love them all, and they all drive me batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. So they te- they they have their days good and bad, all of them. But they're all really likable. They're what's, all. What's the penalty for not showing up for a shoot? When would they not show up for a I shoot? I don't know. Just wondering, do they ever flake? We don't let that shit happen. Okay, Come nice. On. Be, it's a good bad producer. Good production. That. Yeah, though that I mean we've certainly had people try or like say, and it's just you know it's the the power of persuasion. It's the power of like driving over to their apartment and banging mm-hmm. on the door. It's the power of you know they. What's great about this cast is they want to do a good job and they want uh-huh. to make They're a good show. 
You know, they sure. care about it. They, sure. they are proud of their show. As they should be. It's fantastic television. And a lot of them are very likable. I've heard that the Hills that um, I think they just wrapped. I think they were filming October they did. to December. You know, that's all Vanderpump Rules crew. Oh, really? People. Yeah, the same production company, Evolution. Oh, cool. Um, different showrunner. Bill, Bill, Bill's not doing it. Um, Who is doing it? Uh, her name is, I think she came off a of summer house. Oh, got it. Her name's Lauren something. I met her a couple times, but. Um, is Adam DeVello And Shaw. She did Shaw's A Sunset and, and, got it. and Summer I like House. Shaws. Yeah, they're good. Well, I was going to say, I heard The Hills filmed from October to December mm-hmm. and that the cast basically had to leave every day open for like three months. Is that like basically how it works with you guys as well? Yeah, we put them, we, we basically put them on hold. Like, you know, their availability, we, we ask them if they have any avail- any dates that they're unavailable, they have to like book out with us during like the real, the main season, like the summer. We can schedule shoots with them the day before. We can spring a shoot on them, you know, for the weekend, even if they're supposed to be off. We t- we usually shoot Tuesday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. We kind of control their schedule during the during the summer, and then Got during it. the off season, it's it's much different. When Brittany says, "I've planned a trip for us to all go to Playa del Carmen," <laughs> how does that actually work? <laughs> we it's we it takes a lot of work to get one of those trips together, you know, because when we go. We we demand like it's something crazy like sixty hotel rooms oh and meals and like you know we ask them to stay open like the kitchen stay open like so we have crews wrapping at like four in the morning or whatever so what we normally do is we we have we have to plan those like the production has to plan the trip it's mm-hmm. just logistically impossible to like a week before be like oh Brittany where do you want to go <laughs> but then what we do is we put the like kind of the story element of it into the cast hands. So we kind of like, you know, someone will want to take a trip for a certain reason or, uh, you know, it's someone's birthday or whatever it is. And so then we'll kind of kick it to them and kind of let them own it and like get their feedback on like activities they want to do. And then we'll try to clear them. Um, bars or clubs they want to go to, if they know anything about the area, we'll let them kind of talk about room assignments and everything. We want as much of it to be, on camera sure. as possible, you know, because sure. that's that all becomes story for us. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, we we book the trips. <laughs> Did I just blow a secret? Am no, I gonna get? I'm gonna get a call from Bravo tonight. No, like, <laughs> just wondering how it went down. Which also reminds me, of last season, another great trip they took was um, when Sheena and Rob were together. They went to um, Lake. Went to Big Bear. Lake. Big Bear. Yeah, he has a house up there. And Jax They're almost happy drowned. Place. They're happy place. Yes, I was standing right there Did for that. Did anyone think Jax was actually going to drown? I was a little nervous because he started flailing around <laughs> yes. and like calling out for help. And we're like, Ugh. Because it was on TV and there was a lot of people around and he survived. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's funny now. So funny. It's funny now. No, so there was funny. a moment where I think he thought he was going to drown. And uh, and honestly, we had we had booked a lifeguard that day. Thank Smart. God. Smart. Because we heard that we, you know, we knew they might go swimming or paddleboarding or whatever, and we have to have a lifeguard. If they're going in the water. We it's just part of Bravo's policy. So that lifeguard that like paddle that wasn't just like a random lake lifeguard that like happened you, to be that was our production part of your lifeguard. Shoot. Yeah, I dropped the thread, but I want to get back to it. Let's talk about Stassi's mom. Okay, so they've Dana. been on, yes, Dana D A Y N A. I believe mm-hmm. they've been on the show. She's been on the show before, but never like this. She's never um, grabbed her boyfriend's penis. <laughs> She's she's never, like, never insulted her daughter to her face. She's never um, talked about her hormonal changes. Were you aware of, A, her zaniness, and B, how fraught Stassi's relationship was with her? Well, the relationship has gotten— 
fraught. So it hasn't, you know, it hasn't always been like that. And we knew Dana and she was just like a little, you know, she's a little wacky, but she was fun. But I think just, we just, we filmed more with her this mm. season. And I think she was maybe drinking a little more this season. But yeah, it all came out in a big way. Yeah. Uh, especially that dinner. I go back and forth on Stassi and I'm really enjoying her this season because she just, she seems so much happier yeah. and like comfortable with herself. So she's just being nicer to her friends and just like a lot more comfortable. It seems like on camera and that's really, really coming through. Yeah. I feel for her. That's a tough relationship with your mom. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's, it's real and it's, it goes deep and I mean, it's still, you know, it's still, it's happening to I mean, they were on Watch What Happens Live last night and Andy asked her about her mom and you just saw her face like just sink. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a very real thing. That's really, that's really something. What's like the most common misconception about the show other than like whether or not they actually work at Sir? That it's scripted. Is anything scripted? Nothing is scripted. <laughs> we do not make storylines up. We do not make them fight. We do not tell them what to say. We just, everything that happens is because they made it happen and they decided, you know, they decided to do it. We can encourage them to things. We can help bring their truths out of them, but that we don't. We don't make shit up on the show. I swear to God. <laughs> I believe You're you. You look now. so skeptical. <laughs> no, I believe you now. I'm just in my mind doing a mental inventory of like the most far fetched moments, and like among it is the party where Jackson and Kristen finally admit they hook up. Like, yeah. But like, did you did you know it was was it premeditated? They would admit it at that party. No. Well, we that was the goal. And Jax admitted it at that party. Kristen still did not admit it. Yeah. And that was the goal. So we 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 can turn the screws and we can like push people into situations where we hope things that will happen. We'll encourage people to like pull information out of people. And that like setup takedown of of Jax and Kristen, that was like 100% Stasi's idea. She came oh. to us and she's like, here's what I want to do. I'm gonna get, she's I'm diabolical. Gonna, she is. I said, I'm going to catch these guys and their motherfucking lies. She's like, I want to book, I want to go to like a bar, get all my friends there. And I just want to confront them with it, whatever. And, and so we, so she told us that. And then we set it up. Obviously we book a location and the crew and the time and whatever. And then we just sent them in there. And then, and yeah, and that's what happened. My God, that's wild. What a great show. We don't have to make things up because shit like that is happening and on on its own, like what what am I going to make up that's better than Jack sleeping with Kristen while watching Drive? Like I'm Sick. not, I couldn't write that. What's the most unlikely friendship? Like so I think I think Nastas, how do they say it? Yeah, Stas, Nastariana. Nastariana. That I have been just hoping and praying for that for I love years. There's this great scene at Tom and Katie's wedding two seasons ago where the two of them were like just hammered yeah. at the end of the night, and they're talking about like how they both love zombies and murder and this and that. And um, I just remember after that, I'm like, you guys are destined to be best friends. And they're like, no, no, fuck her, like whatever. And they're so interesting together. I love them together. I do too. They're like a great odd couple. Yeah. Now, uh, Kristen and Ariana also are like very friendly now. Amazing. Lala and Katie. Yeah. Our friends. I mean, it was it was just, you know, I, I last like year, two years ago that La Katie was calling her a whore in the back parking lot. <laughs> um, we haven't really talked about Tom Sandoval. <laughs> and that's because he's perfect. Like I, I, <laughs> I don't I don't really know what to say about him. I am like a really enthusiastic person. I love really hard. I like still like really care the things that like I really cared about like 15 years ago I still really care about like mm -hmm. I you know but I just feel like I don't have I can never understand what it's like 
to love something as much as Tom Sandoval loves many things, including music. Yes, his playing trumpet. Trump, uh, trumpet. I can't. Yeah. There's more of that coming. I'm so excited. He's so committed to performance and acting, and he just goes for it. I, yeah. I, He's got a lot of passion. He, he does. And... I feel like he has passion that I can't understand. And I admire it. There's no words for it. It's so amazing. He's a special guy. (laughs) It's so crazy. And Ariana (laughs) is just so different. She's like a razor sharp blade and he's just like a bubbling heart. It's so wild. That's why they balance each other out. Yeah, I guess He brings the passion. She brings the... The wit. The wit and logic. The sarcasm. The sarcasm, yeah. It's so, I just wanted to mention him. I don't have anything else. I don't have any, I don't have any questions about him. <laughs> well, you should go You should go to TomTom. He's there all, He's there like Does five he nights a week a now. He, he's not bartending there because he's, he's, you know, he's part owner. And he, you know, he's there all the time. He'll make you a drink. He'll talk to you. He loves talking to people. That, here, another, like, I'm just, I, I'm like blushing thinking about it. I can't figure out Tom Sandoval. He's too perfect. Yeah. I have no attracted to him whatsoever. He's like, he's just like, um, Sentier from like Planet Passion. I, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, and he he would be so nice to you too. They're, that's the thing; they're all so nice. Yeah, and if you meet them out in public, for the most part, they're like really accessible, and they're they're you know they're fun, nice people. That's so great. Anything I should have asked you that I haven't? A terrible interview question at the end. Be like, what did I not ask you that? I <laughs> Are we at the end already? I feel like we just started. I mean, there's so much. You'll come back. Will you come back? Yeah, anytime. Uh, what else? I mean, anything, anything you want to know? Who's the hardest to interview when you do the, uh, Oh, so yeah. So I do all the interviews mm. and that's a huge endeavor, you know, cause it's 21 episodes, 10, you know, main characters, whatever they get interviewed. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of interviews. How much time elapses between production, like main, like what would be principal photography? And yeah. Then- principal photography goes usually from like, June, May, May or June to like August, mid-August or something. Um, we do we do interviews during the season, maybe about once once a week. Okay, and then we kind of pick it up in earnest, starting you know basically the week after we wrap. Got it. Production. Got it. You know, because it it, it the, they show the shows take a long time to edit. I'm sure. Um, and the stories get honed. And how much footage do you have? Oh per God, day? it's a lot because we so you we said you have three crews. Three crews that shoot about two scenes a day, and each scene is about two hours. So that's, you know, I'm not great at math on the spot, but four, eight, 12 hours a day. So it's like 60 hours of footage a week, more or less, 12 weeks. It's 600, 720 hours of footage per season. Do you like storyboard? Like, how do you put it together? Yeah, so it's like... Uh, we shoot the show. We don't shoot episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you shoot storylines? We shoot storylines. We shoot, you know, we just shoot whatever's happening. Party events are kind of like the like our tent poles of the week, and we'll like, you know, build towards an event and then get the fallout and then build towards another event. But we're not in, when we're shooting it, we're not like, great, this is episode four. Right. But then we have a whole separate post team that's at the office, and as the footage is coming in, they're familiarizing themselves with it. They're reading notes. They're like having meetings. And then they lay out like a very rough kind of season long, just like here's what we think more or less it will be. And then each episode gets uh, like a like a team of people that are then they really watch every minute of every footage. And then there's an, ep- an editor and then it gets honed from there. You know, it's like a sculpture. It's like wow. you start with a general yeah. idea and then it just gets Whittled more detailed down. as you go. Um, and part of that is the interview. So you couldn't really do all the interviews. I know a lot of reality shows do do all the interviews like uh, on the spot in production like Top Chef I think does because once you lose the cast yeah. they're gone. You can't get yeah. them back. 
Um, Sam the Bachelor for that reason or whatever. Yes, uh, and but like us, like we have a we're in the great situation that we we make the show in the same place that our cast lives, right. and like we just kind of have them available to us year round. So we go. I'm still doing them now. They they, they go usually until like fe- like February or wow. so, and we just yeah we have like a little setup in. Burbank, the cast so comes over. So they're talking about events that happened like five months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to remember those Do you things, show but... them footage to remind no, them what happened? No, I tried that once and it backfired on me. Oh, no. With Jax, because it, it was about Big Bear, actually. Oh. We wanted to just get a silly bite, just like about paddleboarding, mm-hmm. right? And it was like, Jax, tell me about paddleboarding. He's like, I didn't go paddleboarding. I was like, yeah, you did. He's like, nope, nope, not going to say it. I don't know what trap you're leading me into, but I'm not going to do it. It was like, oh, God, Jax. It was just literally wanting to talk about paddleboarding. So I just, I got a clip from the office of like him paddleboarding. It was like a rough edited scene. But what it ended up being was like him struggling to like get off the dock while Lala and James are like, prose and it's like plunky string comedy music and so I showed him that clip and he's like why do you always do that to me make me look like the idiot da, da, da. and he's like so that yeah we don't we, we can't show him the footage they would love it but it's just like I think it I don't think it's I don't think it would work is anyone else as confrontational as Jax in his interviews <sighs> they all can be you know because it's it's a hard thing to say these things because once the, the, we can ask him to say things, we can suggest for them to say things. I mean, I would say the interviews are the most, you know, not writ- written, but like, you know, that takes you the most kind of the creative most. work, right? Sure. So we can tell them, we can tell them things that like would sound good that would work for the story. But at the end of the day, once they say it, those are those words and they, yeah. their words and they have to own it. For from now until attorney, and then they have to go on to watch what happens live, and have Andy Cohen ask them about it, and the reunion, and the press, or whatever. So, they, and they're aware of that. They 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 want to make sure that what they're saying is like stuff that they're believing and willing to like stand up for. Um, so they all will push back, you know. But it's you know it's a process, sure. it's a negotiation, and sure, you know. Let's do some predictions. For, okay, first person to get pregnant, Stassi and Bo. Oh wow! I was going Brittany and Jax. It's going to be a close race between. Brittany and Jax and Stassi and Bo, because I think that while Brittany and Jax are planning to get pregnant, like right after their wedding, I just have this feeling that like Stassi and Bo are going to have an, a happy accident. Wow. So it might come down to like who's more fertile wow. and whose you know, sperms are better swimmers. We'll Got see. Got it. Okay, cool. Who's the first person to quit the show? They're, none of them are going to quit the show. Are you, are you sure? kidding me? They, why would they quit the show? Okay. They they want they they want this gravy train to last as long as it possibly can. Next big breakup. I would say, uh, I mean, Kristen and Carter maybe. Mm. They, I was gonna go Lala and Randall. I don't see that going. They just got engaged like two months ago. That'd be a fast flash in the pan relationship. I'm I don't so know. cynical. Lala defies most logic, <laughs> except for her, except for her own. Um, next big falling out. Like really big, like like Stassi on the outs with Kristen and Katie big. I would say, I, I I feel like if things go sideways with Kristen and Carter, that maybe it will actually end up being Kristen and the girls because the more miserable Kristen is, mm. the more miserable she makes her friends. And the and, more drama she causes. Yeah, and then they lose patience and then that leads to a fight I mean, it's happened a hundred times. Sure. They'll always get back together and be friends again, but that could be, you know, a big, a big falling out. Carter seems well liked by the group. Um, yeah, oh. I mean, he's he's yeah, he's, a, not that he's well a chill liked. guy. He's, okay. you know, he's okay. uh 
He's around. Okay. He's he's cool. He, I like him. He's, Your diplomacy is telling. He's it's fine. Fanta- it's fantastic. He's a cool guy. We're we're both. <laughs> he actually went to high school. Like one of my best friends' wives. Oh. Um. We're both from San Diego. But yeah, he's cool. Thank you so much for coming on. What do we have to look forward to for the rest of the season? A lot. A couple there's, of morsels. Hit me yeah, with a couple of morsels. Well, there's a big trip to Mexico. The trips nice. are always fun. Um, we got Jackson, Brittany planning their engagement party. We've got a few more little fun vignettes where we kind of like cool. break the fourth wall a little bit. Will it be as good as Sheena and Robbie bachelor parody? I don't know. But I don't know. We'll we'll have you back on. We can assess it then. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Jeremiah. So thanks you for work, having me. You work on Vanderpump Rules. Yep. Any other side hustles? Like your uh, cast, they've got tons of them. Yeah, I, I actually just started this podcast. I'm channeling my inner, cool. inner Stassi Schroeder and Juliet Littman. Cool. Uh, it's called it's called Working Class Hollywood. Love it. And I just I interview people that work in like different jobs inside the entertainment industry. That's really cool. So I love the entertainment industry. I think that there's a lot of great people working in it that aren't like famous actors and writers and directors. And so I, just, sure. I sit down with them and I hear their story and kind of what they do. That's awesome. It's nice. What's the name of it again? Working Class Hollywood. Working Class Hollywood, available on every podcast platform. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you want to listen. Fantastic. (laughs) I thank you again for coming. You'll definitely have to come back. And of course, thank you to today's sponsors, Hotel Tonight. By showing you top-rated hotels with unsold rooms, Hotel Tonight makes it easy to book your stay at an amazing rate. And even though their name is Hotel Tonight, you can book in advance. It's perfect for spontaneous weekend getaways, three-day weekends, staycations, road trips, business trips, booking a place at the pool, a place to get away from your family, and so much more. So to start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels, go to hoteltonight.com or download the app now.